sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Tom Sides. That is Sean Sides. How are you doing? I'm well. Sorry, I just took a big sip of coffee when you asked me that question. I'm doing all right. How about you, buddy? Not bad. Uh, pretty decent weekend so far. Can't complain. Life's good for the most part. Nice, man. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I got to go to a hockey game last night. Crystal got some tickets last minute, and they were fucking pretty decent seats. Uh, I love last minute tickets. Like, I will fucking. Like, if someone's like, I got tickets and you just have them, no strings attached, like, I will make that work. Oh, yeah. I don't give a shit how. Like, no, I would, like, I, if I have to suddenly go upstairs to work and be like, I just suddenly don't feel good, like, I will make, sh- like, like, life is for the fucking living. And if you get an opportunity like that, you have to say yes every single oh, yeah. time. Oh, yeah. I never deviate. I've canceled other important plans at times to attend a game because it's not like we're not the richest people in the world. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, whatever. I have season tickets anyways. I I don't need to go to the game tonight. I can go to the game. If we get an opportunity to go to a hockey game, we're like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Especially free. Yeah. Well, even I have like season tickets to the Mooseheads and like. Like, I try to go to any game, like every game I possibly can, man. It's just a good time. Like, live hockey is so much better. And then, like, you go on the NHL side of things, especially when you're a diehard fan. Fuck, that's great. And the the arena is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice nice place to be. We were, like, uh, row 14 in the middle section, like, just off of the center ice. Dude. Oh, nice. So they were, like, wait. They were fucking, fucking seats then. Yeah, they were seats so, for sure. What would you recommend doing before an Oilers game? Like, what's a fucking decent spot near the game that you should go to beforehand? Honestly, there's a lot of places in the hotels around there. You can't go wrong. Route 90, I think it's called Route 99 Diner. It's in the casino. It's apparently phenomenal. I haven't been. I don't, Have you been to uh, the original Route 99 Diner on 99th Street? Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's something very similar to the name. That's I'm probably confusing the two. But okay. I, you can't that, go wrong. They're trying really hard downtown to make things like relevant so that people start going there, like making it the main spot. It's funny because it's like a problem at Edmonton. People go to White House to go to the restaurants and like the nightlife, but they really want downtown to be that as well. That's what I used to do, man. Like White House was my spot and then I would take the train down. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. Like we'll see what happens in the future, but it like, it's hard to compete with White Ave for a lot of the young yeah. folk. But there's like more, I guess, 30-year-olds you'll find downtown nowadays from what I've observed. That like 30 to 40 range where they're like, well, let's go wine and dine. You know, like we were talking recently about uh, the difference between going for dinner and dining. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's kind of the difference between White Ave and Jasper Ave. So you yeah. can't go wrong. I don't mind like the food even in Roger's place, to be honest. Some of it's not bad for arena food. If you want to like go and have a, a slice of za or some bitch and nachos, it's not a bad place to go. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Like, uh, arena food isn't like the, like it's pizza, pizza, pizza. It's, you know what I mean? It's like pub food. 
sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's not the best. Like I like to have like an experience. But, like if I'm gonna do it, like there are some yeah. good spots. Um, I think it closed down. There used to be a bar right near that new arena. Uh, with the uh, with an arcade and shit in it. I can't remember the name. Yeah, of that's it. still there. That's still uh, there. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name either right now. But yeah, it's a pretty cool spot. That 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 was a good spot. Uh, and then there's a hotel right beside it that has like really good food as well. Like a little like a uh like a restaurant attached to the hotel and like there's some really good food. I have a buddy going up to Edmonton uh, this month for a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big Oilers fan. Nice. coming down for, uh, for there's a, a restaurant in the hotel that's like it's kind of kitty corner that's this i can't remember the name of the hotel i think it might be a marriott but there is a italian place cafe amore that opened up uh i guess it's chaining out or they moved locations because it used to be further up jasper ave mm-hmm. but they have like phenomenal pasta i know that'd be kind of a heavy meal to go to have before a game but if yeah. you're gonna your face off it's not bad to have a heavy meal before a game so, like, we saw that place last night. We're like, oh, shit, we didn't know I was there. Next time we go to the game, let's, you know, Try come that up out. earlier and go there. Yeah, no, it's a good it's a good time. And especially, and everything downtown now, Edmonton, is just on the up and up. Like, it went through a yeah. gigantic gentrification. Have like, you the seen- whole, like, ice district kind of thing. Yeah. There's a Have lot of nice. Oh, yeah, I've been a few times. Like, I go, like, like remember, we bumped, in, we, we bumped into each other at a game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At but if new- you, like. Did they have the skating rink open, the outdoor skating rink yet? Yes. Okay, yeah. I wasn't too sure. We walked through there last night and saw yeah. some people skating and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Like, that whole that whole time. Like, I was, like, that was, like, my last year in Edmonton when that came about. And, like, there are the restaurants, the nightlife. Like, I don't understand where, like, Edmonton gets this bad rap. And I guess it's because, like, no one like with Calgary right there taking the spotlight of the main city, even though that Edmonton's the, the capital, it, yeah. it, it it's like a lot of like takes a lot of heat for some reason. I don't understand why, but well, I fucking like, loved I loved my time in Edmonton. And I'll, yeah, I love Edmonton. I swear too. by it here, like, like out of all the times, like I've lived in a lot of places, and but like, like I could go back, I wouldn't be upset, yeah. I could go back for sure. Every city has its like you know, upside and downside. Edmonton's downside is like, they, it always gets compared to Calgary. Calgary, even if we were equal cities, sometimes what puts Calgary ahead is you just have to drive 30 minutes and you're in the mountains. Yeah. You know, for us, we have to drive four hours to like really get to it. So it's, yeah, that, that would be like, if you're comparing the two cities to a lot of people who are just outsiders coming for one trip, yeah. they'll be like, you know, it's a, you get more attractions closer to you in a certain way. Yeah. But Edmonton has like a flavor to the city as well, of like being a blue collar city, you know, with a lot of personality. I, I like Edmonton. I'm yeah, that's exactly it, right? It's a blue collar city, like, and yeah. everyone kind of is a fucking grinder there. There's no like, uh, like there is a business side to Edmonton. There, like, obviously, yeah. but there's not like. You don't see those like Wall Street guys like you would. No, like, it's not that hoity-toity of a place no. in that sense, and no. that, that's one downside too. Like in the past, where we had um, a hard time attracting players to the Oilers because they their wives are like used to living in California or you know U.S. cities with serious money spending places where you're going to go and spend a thousand dollars on your meal, and that's just one of a hundred restaurants where you might have to do that. Like obviously, maybe not that month. No, that but there's going to. 
like I said, it's on the up and up though. Like if you go around downtown Here's Edmonton now, yeah, oh yeah. But I'm just saying, like you know, we've Edmonton's developed that because of being a blue collar city. It's like those restaurants come and go. Sometimes you have to it, really put on to be one of them here. It must be unreal because you grew up there and like see that that whole city's kind of changed a lot. No, like, oh yeah, like it's like the what's that? What's that perimeter highway there? Um, Anthony Henday. Yeah, the Anthony Henday, like. That was new when I got there, and that's like yeah. a game changer. Like, oh, for sure, it completely connected the whole city in ways. I remember getting to North Edmonton from the West End; it was like a fucking hour drive every time. Now you can do it in like fourteen minutes. You know what yeah, I mean? Just, it just connected the whole city in certain ways too, which is nice to do. Yeah, you needed that perimeter highway. That was a fucking game changer. I said this to a guy I work with uh, years for years. He's from Australia originally. And he hasn't been back in 40 years. And I was like, I had to, I talked to him one day about, he's like, oh, it's not like that in Australia. He was complaining about Canadians or for whatever reason. I don't remember. He's kind of a cranky old fuck. But anyways, um, I said to him, like, the Australia that you remember, it doesn't exist anymore. It's gone. Like, that world you came from 40 years ago is fucking, like, I look at Edmonton in my lifespan, like you just pointed out. The Edmonton I was born, like, came into when we moved here when I was five is gone. Like, that yeah. city's gone. Edmonton now is completely fucking different from what it was back then. You know, mm-hmm. it evolves year after year, development after development, the oil. And it's the same with everywhere you go. If you don't visit a place for long enough, it starts to become unfamiliar. Oh, one of my favorite things to do when I lived in Montreal is point out things and say what they used to be. Yeah. And it's but, only going to get crazier the older we get, too, right? Like. Yeah. You think about the people who are 80 and you're like, what was it like 80 years ago? When it was like old farmland and shit, right? Yeah, like I get that out of Crystal's grandma sometimes with like the house and stuff. You know, when they bought it, they didn't want to live in Edmonton. They wanted to buy into a smaller community outside of Edmonton. So they bought the house in Jasper Place, which was its own community. And within one year of them buying the house, Edmonton annexed it. And, you know, now West Edmonton Mall and like the Misericordia Hospital, like every like... Apartment buildings, like there was farmers' fields everywhere yeah. around here back like, then. What What was the Anthony Henday before they put the highway in? Was it like what nothing. was it? it? Was just nothing. Was just farmland yeah. around the city. Yeah, pretty much. Like it was just existed. There was no roads as that's, far as I. That's fucking nuts. How long did that take to get done? Like when was that project started? Uh, I don't. I can't give you exact dates, but I know it was done in sections. So they didn't connect it all until probably twenty fifteen. Is that when it was okay? Yeah, because yeah, I had just arrived. Uh, yeah, October October fifteenth, twenty fifteen is when I moved over, moved to Edmonton. Nice. I was giving guests somewhere around there, so yeah, that sounds about right. Um, but yeah, before that, they had like parts of it open, so you could get from here to here and there to there, and then eventually it was everything. So, but yeah, it's cool seeing the development of cities, and I can't imagine like what everything's going to look like when we get mm-hmm. older. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Even the design changes, right? Like me being a house builder for a lot of my career, I see like the old brick designs because brick was cheap. So they'd bring it in on trains. So the neighborhoods that were like 1940s, 1930s in Edmonton, you can call them right out. You walk in, you're like red brick everywhere. Like, oh, okay, that was built around then. Then you go to like, no, there's just eras of, especially me now, like having seen built in like, you know, across 20 different years of seeing the way the styles change. So it's, it's interesting. Well, like without like, 
saying like Blockbuster, like a big chain or something that's gone the way of the Dodo, like, is there like a spot, like a hot spot you used to go to that's just no longer there? You know exactly where it was and you miss yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. What, well, you'll you'll probably recognize the name Elephant Castle on White Ave. Oh yeah, I was that there. Was I was there in its final year. Yeah, that was a good spot. Like my eighteen to you know twenty eight, probably. I spent a lot of time in and out of there. If we were going to go to a place, we'd check that place out. Sang a lot of songs there on the karaoke nights that they had. You know, met a lot of cool people. That was one spot for sure. There was also another one on the north side. You know, like just off Ninety Seventh Street and one. 37th avenue right around there there was a place called canadian bagel and they had like it was there's not a lot of specialty bagel shops in Edmonton. you've talked about montreal bagels and stuff like that we we had like this bagel place on the north side and it was so good and i remember going there i think it closed when i was 15 so it's been gone for a long ass time really i'm fucking old but uh it just best bagels ever no nowhere else to compete with it and i didn't eat bagels for probably 10 years afterwards because i was like i don't want this fucking garbage it's not, that's no, not this, a you don't want stir bought you want freshly made there's something there's something special about a fresh fucking bagel like it's Hell yeah. like i like i don't even need like if it's fresh like just out of the fucking oven i don't even want cream cheese in it i want i just want it as is as it's ooey gooey like, yeah it's fucking awesome nice. yeah that's that uh, and so when you what you're saying when you lose those little spots you're like fuck i'll remember that place forever i'll yeah. remember elephant castle and there's a generation of people you can say that name to and they'll know forever i i wish i knew the name of this place and i never knew the name of it but there was this italian joint near the there used to be a chapters downtown montreal and that's that's gone yeah but it was just up up the road like around the corner from the this chapters and my dad used to take us there for pizza all the time when I was a kid, and it was fucking the best. It was the best pizza, and I don't know what happened to that restaurant. I don't know where they went, but it it's gone, and like that breaks my heart because like that that place is special. You know, like you go to like you have these spots where you like your memories are there, and it was yeah, like a, that's that was one of them. Like that was that was some, like my spot that we would go downtown with my dad. Me and my sister, I have this like vivid memory of. Me and my sister, as kids, downtown Montreal, getting pizza with my dad at this spot, and then we'd go check out chapters or something afterwards, or we would go like, cool. walk around downtown, like Montreal, like all it's the time. It's funny that you bring this up in a way because me and Crystal just tried to relive something from our past and something that is like closer to my heart as well because of my dad. Mm-hmm. So when when Josh and Jen both moved out, my dad had been in a relationship and ended, and for about a year period, it was just me and my dad mm-hmm. before he met Doreen, and so we would go out for dinner at least once a week and the spot we would always end up going because my dad loved the burgers there and bottomless fries, bottomless iced teas. You couldn't complain. We would go to Red Robins. Yes, yes, yes. And so it was like a, a family staple. Me, It was my dad and my bro time. I was just becoming a teenager and was like starting to figure out who I was as a teenager. And my dad was like, you know, a bachelor figuring out his shit too. And so we, uh, We'd go there almost once a week, once every two weeks. So I'm probably exaggerating in my memory. It seemed like a lot more than it was, but that was like a quintessential place. And then when I met Crystal, our very first day, February 14, 2016, we went to Red Robins for lunch. And so it was like a thing that's just been intertwined in my life. So Red Robin chains all closed in, in Canada. I believe maybe there's some left in the east, but I think they're all gone. They're 100 percent gone now in the west. I don't think they're they're in the east. I don't. Well, they I left was, Canada, yeah. 
So all they have now is a couple U.S. locations. Mm-hmm. And it, it was shitty. Like, you know, you lose those places, your your stops, like you were saying earlier, it's, yeah. you can't get them back. And anyways, this place opened up in Edmonton. That's like trying to, it opened up in the same place that there was a Red Robins and it's trying to sell themselves as something, a similar product. Like a new Red Robin? Basically, yeah. in the same, like, come relive your old classics and it, your old favorites. Is it called Nightwings? <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> no, but anyways, we went to check it out. I'm not going to name drop it because I'm about to shit talk it, but okay. you can't relive old memories. You can't bring back what's dead. No. It's, it no, was you gone. can't. Yeah. It sucked. And it was like they were Did in it a suck? imitation and you know, they didn't have the seasoning salt for the fries. They didn't have like the gravy was a vegan gravy where you're just like, what the fuck is this? The burgers were just like half the size. Bonnetless fries came out like they brought us out our fries with our meal cold. It's like, you guys, you, you can't recreate it. And it was like, you know, it's good for them for trying. It was pretty busy because people wanted that nostalgia, but it was like, I got shot down with like yeah. that. You just got to let it go sometimes and make yeah. new memories, find new places. You know, and that's it. Like, I always encourage you to like, check out like these certain places. Like if you're on white Ave, like right on white and a hundred, uh, yeah. Or one one is uh meat. I've been trying yeah. to get you to go there forever. Like you it's on the like, list for sure. I, I keep it close to my, yeah. I'm going to go there. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah. And it's like a nice date night for you and Crystal. And then like, I don't think, are you a bourbon drinker? Yeah, I don't mind bourbon. They have a bourbon menu. Like it's unbelievable what they can do there and all that stuff. And like, there's nothing, like there's something manly about having like a whole plate of meat and a bourbon. You know what yeah, I mean? It's it. like the, it's like the, what's his name? It's the, uh. Oh my God! From Parks and Re- it's the Ron Swanson way. Okay, but, but. I might be familiar with Ron Swanson, but I'm sure some of our listeners know who you're talking about, so it'll yeah. hit for them maybe. Yeah. Well, if you ever get a chance to get into Parks and Rec, I recommend you do. Speaking of old classics too that have changed and been brought to the forefront again now, um, have you watched any of the last couple episodes of Picard, sir? Yeah, I'm all caught up, man. First and foremost. Did you go back to the first episode and see that there was a changeling in Starfleet? Because this is gonna, this is what this is gonna go to what we're uh, talking to, right? Yeah, I like, needed, like I know what scene you're talking about now, and I saw it in my head, so I know like when you said that, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, and I thought about it. I didn't go back and rewatch it, no, but I heard you say yeah. that, which yeah. is now fucking confusing because it's like, yeah, huh? So there is, uh, there's there a, is. there's a lot of stuff that like it's one by one is becoming clear. Um like, and I kind of like where we're at. Uh, so, like, let's kind of dig into it from, like, episode two, because well, we went one, hard into episode one. But one quick thing about episode one that I didn't see, and I saw it from an Easter egg standpoint. Did you notice that the shuttle's name was the Savick? No, and I Savick, didn't. From the movies. Yeah, the, yeah. That's the, it was Christy Alley and then somebody else. I remember, exactly. yeah. So yeah, the yeah. name was the Savick, and I didn't even Which is a great it. tribute, because Christy Alley recently died. Exactly. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad they yeah. did that. Yeah, me too. I saw that and was like, oh, oh, fuck, that's cool. Like, I yeah. just watched the little YouTube clip on, did you catch all these spoilers from, or sorry, Easter eggs from. I like watching those because, like, like you, because you learn a lot and there's like, yeah. a bl- like, there's a lot of blink and you miss it kind of stuff. Especially there were several other things too. It wasn't just that. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, I know it, but that's the one that stood up well, to like, me. Well, you know, in uh, like episode three, where I guess we're going to skip to it right now because we're talking about Easter eggs. Yeah. But- 
episode three, the opera that Worf is listening to. Yeah. You recognize that piece of music? Yep. It's that scene where Picard's in his ready room and he's listening to that before, like, yeah, we're supposed to be doing a sweep contact. of the neutral zone. Yeah. Uh, like, there's so much, like, there's so much tribute to First Contact in this that, yeah. like, I can't unsee it. It's actually it. a portion of Picard's life, so it makes sense. Yeah. Like, that would be a catalyst to, like, you know, in anyone's life, it would be, right? Yeah. And now that they're talking about, like, so you kind of have an understanding of what happened in the Dominion War. Like, like the... Like, I know that we had, like, a resolution, sort of, in DS9. Yeah. But there wasn't, like, uh, like you know, to go further, like, was there... What went into the treaty? It just stopped there. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, we kind of figured it out. But, or, yeah. but one like thing, I, like, before we get too far ahead, because you just skipped to three, I'm going to go back yeah. to two. How fucking awesome was it in the bar at the end of the episode? You know, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, it's, oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Like w- when she had the Ferengi scene and all that. My brain, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, whatever. I, I'll, I'll I, I always forget her name, too. And it's, it's not fair. Cause she does a great job in the show. I had it, though. And there's like, she has a long name, but they always shorten it. And that's why we get confused. Yeah. Tom's being willing to help me out here. But anyways, we know that she has a drug addiction in the past. She, like in the season one of Picard, they kind of allude to her having a bit of a drug problem and stuff like that. And she grows past it. Raffi. Raffi, thank you. Raffaella. And so yeah. um, the scene with her in the Frangie bar, she has to do the drug to prove that she's legit. And then they're like, fuck it, let's kill her anyways. And her handler comes in to save her. And you're just like, oh, what do you fuck? Like for all of us. Can I start- also say there's still so much to happen. Like, like if you're basing this like on the trailer, like I, I was sorry to cut you off. I, I, no, I just, I, it's just the, like we're three episodes in, and we're like I don't even think that we're at like, like they're still bringing back, um, oh my god, what's Data's brother's name? Lore, and yeah. and uh, Moriarty. And, uh, Moriarty, and we're not even like I keep forgetting because the storyline's been fucking epic so far. Yeah, but like we're getting we're pretty deep. We're so fucking deep with what's going on. Yeah. Sorry, so to continue with what you were saying about Raffi in that scene, just like seeing Morph come in, you know, and he has his uh, not his bat left, but his mech left or something yeah. like that. I can't. I remember thought it was the... a bat left. Wasn't a bat no, It's a it's a different weapon altogether. It's a mech left or something. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, he comes in and he just fucks shit up, and you're like, oh, Commander Morph. Not, all... not only does he fuck shit up. He decapitates a fucking Ferengi. Which I'm sure he's been waiting to do for years since Oh Quark. my god. Like <laughs> this is like this is like the most gruesome version of Star Trek we've ever seen. Yeah. And I'm fucking here for it. I thought we were gonna get like peaceful wharf. Like I thought we weren't gonna see him be violent. It showed us in the trailer. I'm right? No. But like we're yeah, seeing like no, no, like there's a time and a place for violence. And no. he'll go it'll go for it if he needs to. I'm so like I was so fucking happy with that, how they did that. For sure. Um, how are you at the re- releva- revelation that it's Picard's son? I'm, you know, like, we talked about this, and you were like, there's no fucking way, I don't want to see this, it's fucking bullshit. But I was happy with it. Like, I know his legacy got <sighs> destroyed. His, the Picard legacy was destroyed by that fire in uh, Generations. 
yeah. which wiped out his brother's family. So yeah. I was like, you know, you wanted things to carry on. You know the story of Picard. I was, the family has been through generations of all yeah. the work, blah, 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 blah. So it was nice. I'm totally fine with that. I think that the scene with Crusher and Picard discussing it was like that's exactly it. That's what I wanted. Episode three, yeah, that was, no, that was a fucking intense, beautiful scene. I needed that. And now, how do you, how dare you rob me of this fucking mind? It was my choice. And but like, like, also, like, she's pretty fucking spot on, right? Like, you've gone on and on about how you oh, don't yeah. want kids. No, and you've for gone sure. on, like, wait, people try what, to what protect others sometimes. And that's yeah. what she was doing is trying to protect Picard from not giving what he, but at the same time, like, you robbed someone of that. Like, and I understand what she said is like, I was going to tell you, but then this happened and then that happened and you were going here and then you were going there and like, that is the st- parallel story for what I've seen in life with people. Like, when, for example, when a baby's adopted, you know, and then they don't never tell the kid that it's adopted until they're like 30. Like, oh, yeah, by the way. The shit, like, shit kind of happens. And, yeah, like, we couldn't there, tell there's you. no good time to tell you. And then, like, but, like, in this kind of says, like, you were kidnapped. You just, like, exploded. You had to deal with this bullshit. Like, you're Jean Luc Picard. Like, I understand. Yeah. Like, I understood her side so quickly, but at the same time, I also understand like JLPs going yeah. like, yo, yo, you uh, didn't want to. Nope. And then like the burn of it of him going like he didn't want to meet you. Like he knew who you were. I told him and he chose not to reach out. Yeah. Could you imagine? Like there shouldn't be any hatred for him not being present because it's not his fault. He didn't know. No, But like any kid who doesn't want to reach out sometimes due to the loyalty of them to their person who raised them you're my mom you've been my mom you've been my dad you've been all i've ever needed me reaching out to this man that impregnated you is going to take away something from what you've done for me as if i was missing something that's where we're coming from i i kind of get that but like but also you kind of know that i didn't have a father because you chose not to let me have one there's a there's a difference between He's just like, on that side of it. I know yeah. the other side too. Like, and yeah. it's like I said, with kids who are adopted or kids who don't know their father and were raised without them. I've known a lot of people. I grew up in uh, neighborhoods where a lot of people didn't know their other parent, and they, they've had to face that choice in life. Do I want to meet that person? One of my best friends has dealt with that. Like his mom raised him. He never knew his dad. His dad tried to reach out to him later in life and was like, it felt like, fuck you. You know, my mom raised me. My mom did everything for me. I don't know you. You didn't do shit for me. Like, obviously, he wasn't given a choice. Well, we don't know if anybody's given a choice when it comes yeah. to human relationships, right? Well, like, again, like, it's a different scenario if you chose not to be a part of his life or yeah. you were, That's what or, I'm saying. or if that, yeah, if that decision's made for you, right? For and sure. then, and like, so, like, I kind of feel like I feel so much for Picard in this. Like, you, yeah. And, and so, like you can't help. Like, what did you think of like the band aid answer with the fucking accent? I, I laughed. I thought I thought I it was, was funny. I was like, thanks for at least giving me something. Yeah, I mean, left it alone. I would have been like, oh, you fucks. Like, and every it was the outrage. You had the outrage too of like, what the fuck? How does the evidence say? Oh, he just took him. He was in college and he and he kept it and picked up or whatever the fuck she says. And he's just like, okay, I'm cool with it. Wrapping up in a little bow and all. It was. Uh, sh- yeah, that was just good enough. Like it's like uh, the reason why there's a musical episode in a show that doesn't normally have music. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It was just like a nice little, just little. It just he went to school at Oxford and he just couldn't and he just picked it up and never dropped it. 
Yeah. No, I was fine. And that happens too. I've known people who've gone overseas for a couple of years and then come back and they have a bit of an accent. It's hard to break. Or they don't want to break it because it's like, you know, like the, you've seen in the sitcoms, I'm sure in 10 and 20 different episodes of different sitcoms where they're like, vacation me. I want to hang on to vacation me because it's who I became while I was on vacation. And that's what it is. You know, yeah, people yeah. who studied abroad in Australia for a year come back and they're like, quite oh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, those, yeah. Those, those people need to be taken down a notch. But it, like, if he spent like his whole years of like years in Oxford, then I can yeah. see that happening. Like, Someone in the East Coast, like someone Let's has a, pointed team. out to me how East Coast I've kind of become already. Let me just also point out the fact that we are dealing with Beverly Crusher, who's known to just send her fucking kids off in any different direction. Oh. So chances are she sent him away when he was five, got him back when he was 18. And was like, oh, hi, I'm the mother of the year. Just like yeah. was she with poor Wesley, who then ran By off. By the way, to- great fucking tribute. At that point, I would have loved for like Wesley to appear. Just have been like, hey. Like, I'm doing great things. And I visit you from time to time, yeah. all right? By the way, thanks for telling me about my brother. Yeah, no shit, eh? <laughs> like, I would have loved to have, like, because he appeared in season two, which I honestly, yeah. like, I love that scene. A lot of people were, like, unhappy or found it unnecessary or whatever. I was fine with that scene, and yeah. it made me kind of happy. Fuck but, yeah. Yeah, so with that, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed that. I really like where Star Trek's going. So, like, the Dominion War. So we're kind of feeling the effects years later of the Dominion War. You got this rebellion going on. Um, don't you kind of wish we had like a Dominion War movie? Could you imagine like now maybe maybe not Voyager, but like a tie-in with TNG and DS9 in a movie where like they're sending in the flagship to fight in the fucking Dominion War? Like yeah. that would have been fucking amazing. I wish I begged I dreamed of those things when they were the shows were running. You know what I mean? Yeah. Watching DS9 and the way it did. DS9, the last like 10 episodes are all like one linear story. Yeah. And so that was like the Dominion War movie. Mm-hmm. And it was, it delivered in every fucking aspect of oh, the yeah. world ever want. So I like the aftermath of the Dominion War, like a series about it. Like, I'm so sad that Renee Auberzon is dead. Like Odo. Yeah. real life because i would lo- would have loved to have seen him somehow maybe interacted into this because he kind of kept the peace right wasn't him like rejoining the collective like yeah kind of kind of yeah, well, with, uh, you, he's the one like he cured them because they had that ailment that was designed by uh, section 31 to wipe yeah. them out odo got the cure through julian and o'brien and apparently just by like melding with them um he could have cured them all and so he we don't even really know like People were like, well, Odo left and became the leader of the Dominion. Well, we don't fucking know that. They never said that. They just, he went back to set his people back on a better path. That's all we know. So like what we learned in season three or or, sorry, episode three was just simply that he uh, was a major factor in moving the Dominion into a different direction. But there was still a large faction of them who were like, we're not ready to do that, which makes perfect fucking sense. Do you think they're going to bring up Odo? Oh, he already did. I had a very good friend who was, you know, warfare yeah, yeah. is him 100%. No, but I meant like... Um, name drop because, him? Not, not just name drop him, but like to explain like what he became to them and like what happened. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I would I like think... to see like Nerys come in and be like, tell Odo's story because we, like as much as I would prefer to see Odo in this, because we just can't. Yeah. I heard that season six, 
Um, we're or sorry, episode six, we're supposed to get um, Jordy and he will be sitting down with a velvet robe and a big book to talk about. Uh, Stop what it. Happened. Stop oh, it. No. You did this joke already. <laughs> you did this joke already. I, know, okay. I just I, I throw put it, it back there. in your recycling bin and let's <laughs> move on. But no, I don't know what they're going to do. And when I'm also like, it makes sense to me that there would be a lot of the changelings who were like, fuck that. Cause what we learned in deep space nine about the changelings was that a lot of them came from very tortured pasts. The mm-hmm. reason they created the gem Hadar and the Vorto and like brought them into their fold was to protect them from the solids because the solids were trying to fuck them over and, you know, took advantage of them and hurt them. And so I, and, and hunted them too. Right. So you're not just like, well, you know, Odo did cure us. So all this forgiven to all the solids. Of course not. That's bullshit. No, no, no. You know. Yeah. I, I kind of. This is this is giving me a lot more than I expected when they started bringing back like changelings. Like I remember when I pointed out like there's a fucking changeling in Starfleet. And then yeah. I was just like and now that we have like a reliving of the Dominion. So do you think that ship is now like they're changelings not. Let like, me say this. And I think it'll tie into earlier. In episode two, when they scan the ship, the ensign says, I'm picking up some form of photonic energy. Yeah. Photonic energy is the holodeck. Holograms. Moriarty is a hologram. So is Moriarty in the computer of that ship holding that crew hostage? Is he all of them? Is it just a projection? Are they all holograms? Like, like there's even a the lot, ship. There's a lot more as they drop that very like succinctly. It was very like just we're breaking up photonic energy. It was like we also saw in like Voyager where there was this ship of holograms hunting um humans and stuff like that. They built a warship and they were trying yeah. it's like, are they gonna tie the Voyager into this as well because of that like the photonic side of things? It's a thought. I'm very curious to see all the direction. I think that the ship has something to do with Moriarty, though. Why? Like, because they're going after Picard, clearly. You know, they want him for some reason. And, like, Moriarty has a lot to do with that lore. The whole lore thing, because he was dated with Sherlock Holmes against Moriarty. You know, we know we're getting lore. There's we know we're so getting Moriarty. I, I don't even want to venture a guess, because, like, it's been so unpredictable so far. Can yeah. you agree on that? Oh, like, I'm just enjoying. I don't know what direction they're headed in every episode, and I don't care. I'm just on board for it. I don't. I'm not going to be disappointed if they told him this. I wish they'd done that. You're never going to hear that from me. I'm just going to sit back and fucking enjoy. How many the episodes are we supposed to get? Is it ten again? Six. I said. This is only going to be six episodes. I'm just fucking with you. I have no idea. That would be terrible. I would be. I would die. You, you almost made me really upset, Sean. I'm sorry. I saw it in your face. That's why I re- redacted it very like, quickly. Like six. You can't do that to me. Yeah, um, I, knew it, I would be like, no, I, I think it's 24. I hope in my heart. I know it's not. No, it's not. It's not 24. And it, it, yeah. 10, 10 seems to be the sweet spot. I don't know what it is with TV nowadays where they only give you 10. Back in the day, it was 24 hour long fucking episodes and you were satisfied by the end of it. Yeah, that's right. It's crushing. Yeah. Um, so like this, like this epic battle with this ship, like this thing is unstoppable when they have that little warp weapon, uh, it's like wormhole weapon, portal, portal weapon. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's fucking, 
No, it's, it's interesting. I like the concept of it, and it's it's interesting. I thought it was like they went a little overboard with the Picard Riker like shit. You know, it was a little much. I I like my feels are in the fucking like you. I I didn't think that you could drive a wedge between those two, and they yeah, I don't fucking, like that. They fucking yeah, did true. it. I but you needed it. You needed it, right? And you know what? Uh, Picard put Riker in his fucking place a few times when when he was captain and the roles were reversed and now Picard's kind of like not in that mindset of captaincy whereas Riker's still really close to it so he just like undressed him a little bit but it was like man don't like you don't need to talk to and, him like but that, also right? like how do you defeat your enemy you fucking make them feel like individuals yeah and break apart oh, you fuck did they do it which she but, said she's gonna pick them apart one by one which Moriarty as well like great tactician I don't know. Uh, um, uh, oh, yeah. No, this is like, it, not only did they, it's given me exactly what I want. It's, I think this might be some of the best Star Trek we've gotten. Yeah. Since the inception. For sure. It's just like everything we always wanted. Just the storytelling alone is just like, it's combining cool things that happened in DS9 that makes like the whole kind of uniting all the, the series together. Like, having Seven of Nine in there is great. Yeah. Dropping the names of, like, Janeway and what have you. I would like... Personally, I would like to see Admiral Janeway. Yeah, of course. I would love them for them to announce, as Picard ends, Admiral Janeway is the next show. You know what and, I mean? Give me anything. Like, I would yeah. watch La Forge. Just like oh, I told you yeah. before. The, I gave Before. you my fucking... Elevator Sorry. pitch on the forge. Like I loved um Worf's entrance, like when they she's like, Who are you or whatever? And Worf, son of Moke, House of Martok, son of Serze, House of Rosenko, Bane of the Duras Family, Slyron Galrod. Yeah. I was like <laughs> And you know what? He's paying good homage to like House of Roshenko. Like That's he, his family. He, uh, no no no, I know that, but like he never used to do that. Like there no. was like like he kinda he didn't he like that to, human background of his. Yeah, he came to piece of who he is, though, too, which you yeah. can see everything so, that... I, I bet you he's a much better father to Alexander. Who? I'm just joking, yeah. I, you know Worf, uh, he's, he and him and Crusher have very similar parenting styles. Yeah, you stay Worf's over the, there. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go over here, and you just go over there. Yeah. But no, I would love to see it, and like, I can't wait to have, like... I'm still waiting for that scene between Riker and Worf, especially because, like, from what we know, like, they haven't seen each other since uh, the, well, like, obviously Nemesis, but, like, they never brought up that Deanna uh, and, like, Worf relationship, and, like, I don't know, man, that bothers me. It really yeah. does, because, like, they they made a whole season on that. I know, right? I would, even if it's just, like, they when they meet up, which I hope they fucking do, I'm sure they will. Um, Worf's like, how was Deanna? Uh, I don't think you should be asking me that, Worf. Just something like that, you know what I mean? I'd love a little, like... Yeah, yeah, a, a nice, like, a nice little, like, that, like... Just a tiny touch yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm that, sure we will probably get, because there's I, I hope so. Because, like, the one thing I know, and they didn't really address it in the movie, yeah. but, like, Worf gets fucked up at their wedding. Yeah. And you can only understand why, right? Because, like... The one that got away is now getting married and you're at that wedding. And yeah. then he's just like, Romulan ale should be illegal. It is illegal. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's a classic yeah. weird little moment that we had back then. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh all in all, man, like this series is like I, I rewatched the first episode. I want to rewatch second and two and three. I'm probably going to. Like, this is phenomenal acting. I did they not address Riker's son in the yes. first season of Picard? Did yeah, they? Last season, I believe, when they said like they did everything they could to he had some kind of ailment and there was there was a reason as to why he wasn't the captain of the Titan anymore, maybe tied into that as well at the time. Okay. But yeah, okay. they did they went far and wide and there was a he had beef over the Swiss Starfleet over not uh letting them save his kid or whatever. He had some kind of ailment. I, I said that to Crystal when we were watching it too because I was like, wait, it dogged my memory because I was like, wait, there was a son, Thaddeus, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but was that in season two? Because season two spends a lot of time in the past. So, oh, you're right. Maybe it was season one. It had to be in season. Like, I, I guess. get it mixed up because I haven't rewatched really it enough to be but like, like. But at the end of season one, Riker's still the captain of the Titan. Okay, right? Because he comes and saves the day. Yeah, at the I end, don't right? remember the the, the dealio. I'd have to rewatch to tell you. But I know, yeah, the, it, he is referenced. Yes, yeah. his son. I remember him having a daughter. Yeah. Like they were talking about when he was making the pizza there. And yeah. Anyway. Due to something weird. But. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, I'll, I guess it's just worth going back because I haven't rewatched Picard at all. I have to, I would like to go back to beginning and then it's see. Not eavesdropping on some of your messages on our uh, Instagram uh, about you watching Stargate. Oh, yeah. I'm on season eight now. Yeah. I love season eight, dude. You're in for a wild ride. There's some fucking, like, yeah. my favorite episode in all of Stargate is in season eight. Which episode? Uh, I will, Give me a I number. Think, yeah, I think it's nine. I'm close. I'm on, like, episode seven or something like that. Hold on, just a sec. I have it open up here now. Yeah. It, it, it's just really... fucking, you know, it's 15. Sorry, episode 15. Okay. Well, I'm. It's so um, good. So here's my here's my thing. Well, I mean, my question actually. Yeah. Does Atlantis start on season eight? With like, what was the last episode of season seven and the first episode of season eight? Like, remind uh, me. So the last episode was, um, what's his uh, what's his name? Um, O'Neill goes back into that, gets the memories of the ancients. Yeah, they go to Atlantis and he releases this weapon. Yeah, that's right. That you think it kills Anubis, but apparently nothing fucking kills anybody in this show. Yeah. That's where it starts. Yeah, so so it starts. Atlantis starts at season eight of Stargate. Hundred uh, percent. Okay. Yeah, you get the tie. It was like uh, right from there, like when season episode one of Atlantis begins. Daniel Jackson is like involved. So, okay, because it's right at that point in time. Like, you could literally start going episode for episode right now and be totally okay to do that. I can't do that. I don't have the mental stability to do that. Yeah, that's totally but, fair. It would be hard to do either way, though. You'll you're gonna feel so much joy when starting is done, and then you get into Atlantis. There's a yeah. lot of like so moments. that temporary the, that new leader that takes over for Hammond. She then leaves to go to Atlantis. So is she the leader of the Atlantis Wait, project? Uh, what's her name? 
Oh fuck! I don't know. She yeah, was in like I, three episodes, and they recasted her in I the think fucking. That, that's her. I, I, yeah, yeah. So I. So I'm she goes to, to Atlantis. Yeah, but not her. A different actress. Well, like the actress from season eight, not the actress from season seven. Yes, because she gets recasted in. Season yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight. That's yeah. probably it then. Yeah, yeah. That's why you don't like her? No, no. I just like I'm just I'm trying to figure shit out as I go. Yeah, you will figure it all out, Baz. I don't know how I feel about O'Neill being in charge. I like him on. I like him on missions. Yeah. However, however, the way he handles most people is fucking hilarious. That one episode where shit's just hitting the fan at the base. Yeah. Where like they got the plant fucking shit up, and then they have Anubis claiming he has SG one, and then like all of this stuff going on. Great fucking episode or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Great episode. And meanwhile, like he feels like he's gonna resign as the just the general in general. No, nope. yeah. God, dude, Honestly. like it's just it's so good. And like you're you're very deep into it now, so it's like you're I on two the, more seasons, buddy. I know, but you're on the back end of it because there's five seasons of Atlantis and yeah. there's ten of SG One. You watch eight now, so you have seven seasons left ultimately of lore. And then and then there's Continuum or whatever that one you is. You got SGU. Continuum, yeah. sorry. Continuum's a movie that... There's two movies. There's The Arc of Truth, I believe, and then... When should I watch the movies? When you're finished the, the ten, 10 seasons. When I finish the 10 seasons? Yeah, and it, it's, they made two movies that are and, after the 10 seasons. G1. They're SG1 movies. Oh, okay, before I do do this... Before I go to the movie, should I watch the first two seasons of Atlantis? No, it doesn't have anything to do with the movies. Okay, so 10 seasons of SG-1, the two movies, then I can get into Atlantis? 100%. Okay. I It's an interesting, like, there's such a drastic change, obviously, between 8 and 9, so it, yeah. and then 10. I saw it. It looks like there's a new member of SG-1. Is O'Neill still... I don't, oh, he, don't yeah, yeah I'll get I'll get there. I just yeah, I don't want get, him to die, but I'm okay if he's still the leader, but he has like a smaller part. Like Yeah. But uh, what happened I'm, to Hammond in the show? He got a promotion. Okay, and have you seen him since or heard anything? Not once. Yet? Okay. Just mentioned. What mention? He just wrote the, he answered the phone of Hello General Hammond. Yeah, but you, every single time you call I call you George uh, I want to call you George, General just comes out. Can I tell you a tiny spoiler? I mean, very tiny. Okay. He was really sick with cancer in real life. And that's why he kind of disappeared from the show. And they address it at some point. Oh, really? Because like, I've seen him act in other things after the fact. Yeah, he's in the, I guess this would have been 2007 when the show started, but he's in the first three episodes of Psych. Yeah. I don't think so, dude. I think it was pretty much around then. Well, I'm well, I'm, I'm telling you. Maybe it was in, a, a little bit after there, but yeah, I don't, he, he was in the first episode or second episode of Psych. Like I can June twenty like, second, two thousand and seven is the last episode of Stargate SG one. So that yeah. makes him okay to be around the time that you're saying of two thousand seven. He was still acting. Yeah. Right. Season ten of SG one would ended then yeah. two thousand. I don't know when Psych started. It could have been two thousand and five well before that as well yeah uh let's see it's like air date 
Um, so yeah, so July two thousand seven, two thousand and six is is when Psych aired the show. Yeah, so it would have been recorded before that, but uh, Don S. Davis was the actor's name. Yeah, died June twenty nine, two thousand eight. All right. So, so he was sick then when he... So riddled with cancer, he's still fucking acted. Good for him. He's going out yeah. on top. I fucking respect that. Like, you don't kind of stop what you're doing. Yeah, life is life, right? Get most of it while you... Get as much of it while you can. That's just... Mm. It's so fucked up, like... Life... I don't know. I'm not gonna get into it, actually. It's too fucking long, and it'll get dark and shit. It's why, why go there right now? We're having a fun podcast. Hold um, up, but yeah, life, you're life short, Enjoy that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um... Speaking of enjoying life, um, I got some emails that are probably going to make me um, not enjoy life. Because <laughs> one's, one's from Kieran, and I only read the subject matter, so I'm assuming we're about to get into a fight. Oh, nice. I don't think yeah. we would, because Kieran's independent for me if he's being an idiot. Um, that from him. what I've read from the emails, he's your little crony. So oh, whenever no. you and I bicker... Your little fucking buddy comes in and no, chimes in. That will just be you between you and him, or I'm just gonna stay and fuck out. Yeah. I don't know what he wrote though, so we'll find out. I yeah, so so we got said, some emails. Sorry, are there emails? You said more than one. Yeah, yeah, we got emails. So uh, let's hit the hit the music here. Two sides to every email. Two sides to everyone. Kieran Hamilton with the subject wrestling is fake. No one's on the <laughs> other side of this fucking debate, Kieran. <laughs> all right, bro, Migo and Flapjacks, hope all, all is well. I just want to say I'm really glad Sean helped you. Re- like, honestly, you telling me that he's not your little fucking crony? Right <laughs> off the fucking bat, he comes in going, they got into a little bicker fest, and now I'm going to go take my buddy's side. Like, Jesus like fucking, did, right we, off the bat. We bickered, yes, but then we kind of came to a resolve. So it was kind of a dead issue. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm really glad Sean helped you realize the wrestling match described in another week's episode is scripted and not such things are done for ratings. <laughs> I'm not having this fucking debate with you again. No, I'm, I don't need to have. Like I said, it's between you and Kieran more than it is between you and me. So I'll let you continue. Okay. Feel free to say I, whatever you I, 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 com- to- I commend the actor's ability to stick to his character and pretend that he gets her. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna read his emails anymore. I fucking. I'm gonna get fired <laughs> up here in a second. Uh, surgery and takes the t- t- time off. Is the kind of acting that is on level with the life and passion of days of our lives. He deserves a daytime TV equivalent of an Oscar, or or might I say, not me, but maybe someone. I guess uh, my only word of advice when it comes to wrestling is I hope you don't bet money on these matches, and you're lucky to have a cousin who wants to protect you. I'm going to bitch slap fucking Kieran. Okay? All I was saying, and I started off by saying that, yes, wrestling is scripted. However, in this one instance, an accident happened. That's all I said. I'm aware. I'm clear. Well, yeah, after fucking 25 minutes of yelling at you, you're clear. Right now you're talking to Kieran because we already resolved that issue. Yeah. I'm 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 a little bit fired up, Sean. You tell your fucking yeah. boy. You can get a little fired up. You uh, tell I'm him. All, he's less saying right now. Yeah, so Kieran, can- I, I'm fucking fired up. Okay, because if you fucking listened to the episode and just did a little bit of fucking research or listened to the fucking words I said, terrible fucking fan. That's you're right. off the email list. 
I like the uh, contribution. I'll say that at least because it is kind yeah. of funny that he's getting, getting me all fucking fired up. I tell you this right now. I like it okay? when you're fired. It's funny. <laughs> so with the hockey season entering the final playoff run, what? Okay. So with the hockey season entering the final playoff run and that game Sean was promised for quitting smoking, living further and further away. As the weeks pass, I have to come up with a solution to please everyone. Since the commitments we all have to life has gotten in the way of you being unable to... Yo! Okay, okay, I know that I didn't say it on the air, but we actually talked about this. What? What you're talking about. Okay, so because he's about to call me out on being a Welch on a bet. Because, you know, like... (laughs) Since the commitments we all have... uh, Got in the way to fulfill your promise of coming and taking to, uh, him to a game to support his huge achievement of quitting smoking. How about you buy Sean and I tickets to a game to show how proud of uh, quitting and the same time keeping your promise. Everyone ends up happy and I'm, you don't end up being a fake promise maker. I excitedly await to hear how you will solve this conundrum and congrats to Sean again for quitting. I'm so proud of him. Lots of uh, love your most a- uh, avid listener, Kieran Hamilton. All right, Kieran, you little <laughs> fucking twerp. All right, I'm going to call you out right fucking now. Sean and I discussed this the other fucking day. Yes, it wasn't on the air, so you weren't privy to the conversation, and nor should you be, because this is a deal between me and my cousin. So first and foremost, kindly go fuck yourself. Kindly go fuck yourself. Secondly, I have told Sean that I have made arrangements to come to Edmonton in November of next year for other purposes, but because I'm in the habit of getting two birds stoned at once, I'm going to be taken to a hockey game when I arrive in Edmonton. So suck a gigantic fucking cock. He's an ass. I would never he, like, he knows me too. Like I would never ever hold someone to something like that. You know what I mean? Like if someone said, Oh, I'll do this for you because you, if you do that, like I would I never actually come back and ask someone and be like, hey, no, man, no, but, but uh, I'm a man of my word. No, I and know, I told I would, you, I'm just it, saying, of course he would be the one to be like, I'm going to fuck with Tom and tell him none of this. Uh, and it worked. And, it yeah, worked. They but fucking... I had already spoke to like you can agree like two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, You're two going... weeks ago I told you that First, I have I have plans. Team... Sorry, concert with? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can talk about it now because we told my Sorry, mom about I just, it. You know, I was like, wait, is that a surprise? And you yeah, didn't no, talk... it was a surprise. But now, like, my mom kind of ruined it. But like, nice. we got tickets to go see Bruce Springsteen for my mom in Edmonton. So now I'm going to Edmonton. Like, to just get up and go to Edmonton is not easy. No, that's for sure. Like, like I don't, I work a five and two, and, like, it, it was going to be easier when I switch my position again, but, like, Kieran, with all due respect, mind your fucking business. <laughs> um, moving on, so Tom doesn't have an aneurysm, because I care about him, and I feel like his head's about you, to explore. But, he like, said, you, you see, like, he, he just wrote an email to get me fired up. Like oh, that's, yeah. and that's 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 fucking hilarious, and I mean that's probably retribution for the times that you've hurt his feelings and gotten him fired up. He's like, I'm gonna get that son of a bitch. Hurt his feelings when? When do I hurt Kieran's feelings? I think when and, you like told him that you don't love him, and that uh, you know I don't, you don't love him. If that you started of like a you versus Kieran early on in the podcast, I, I think I that, never started any of this. It's okay. I don't. I don't start I don't any of it. Why he's coming after you in that sense? But just know that I'm sure it's out of love because he admires you. Because he does I, listen to you every week. He so listens he to you admired. every week, and he takes your fucking side <laughs> on everything. He's your little fucking crony, is what he is. Oh, 
They had a disagreement immediately on Sean's side. It's nice to have people who have your back no matter what. Yeah. Whereas, like, I have my own friends who will email in and then take your fucking side unless I'm at. Yeah. Everyone wants to stand behind me. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I'm, I'm fucking, I'm fired up now. Now I'm legit fired up. <laughs> now I'm going to go to this. I should have started with this email because Josh, your brother. Oh, nice. Writes in and, uh, and he writes, Hey guys, thanks for the shout out to Laura. Crazy injury, but hopefully it heals well. It's a great listen to you guys pushing each other's buttons and had me laughing lo- uh, uh, out loud lots. Years ago when Sean and I were working together with our friend jim one day jim and i were having a smoke at a co- uh, at coffee time and he dropped a huge realization on me on me about sean he told me that he has learned to never speak to sean until till 12 noon when he comes much more agreeable some something to think about when scheduling your talks what do you guys think about the trade deadline i'm very happy with the oilers adding uh Ekholm, uh exactly what we need uh, in, in my opinion Anyways, keep up the good work, and thanks for the laughs that uh, sent from my iPhone. Hey, Kieran, this is how you fucking send an email, by the way, okay? You don't, you say thank you and, like, appreciation and shit. You don't just go in and antagonize one of the co-hosts while you leave the other one be because he's your little fucking buddy, all right? Um. So let me speak to Jim. I'll tell you this story a little bit. Yeah. My dad used to pick Jim up in the mornings for a while because Jim's vehicle was down, so... My dad and my brother, myself and Jim went all right into work together in the same SUV. So I, of course, pecking order, Josh would get to sit in the front. I'd have to sit in the back. So this Jim guy would get in the fucking back seat with me. Like, what are you talking? How you doing? Have you had it? I'll be in. Bad things. What you doing last night? And I'm like, Jim, shut oh, the fuck he- up, man. I don't want to talk to you. So I, and then one day specifically, I had enough of this fucking shit. And I turned, it was like, Jim, man, it's fucking seven in the morning, like 630 in the morning. I don't want to fucking talk to you right now, okay? I have zero interest <laughs> in anything that you have to fucking say to me right now. He's like a nice guy, but a big guy too, right? And he couldn't believe that. This is a guy that was in and out of jail and shit. And I was like a young 22-year-old or something. I was like, I've had enough of your shit. Just don't fucking talk to me in the morning, okay? And he was just like, holy fuck. Like, okay. So I hurt his feelings really fucking badly. And he was like upset. So then... He, he, for, from that we worked with, with each other for like at least another year he came to me sometimes warm enough good morning Sean. That's a, I, I know something yet I, I know i shouldn't speak to you i just want to say good morning to you good life morning like he's just one of those guys who's just fucking yeah under my skin but yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. pertaining to and everyone knows me who knows me well just give me some time to fucking wake up or i'm have, have your cup of coffee first and then yeah. like yeah yeah it's not you are not a morning person at all, eh? Oh, no, and it's good to have that. You know, there's times and mornings that I do appreciate when you watch a sunrise by your, like, with someone or by yourself and you have your coffee and you just have that, yeah, yeah. like, had morning peace, enjoyment. But that's I, peaceful. No, I get that. I like that time. You give me that time, I'm a fucking ray of sunshine. You don't give me that time, you have 15 people up in my face that I'm going to be a cranky I, bitch. I, I will tell you that there's one, like, don't you shouldn't come at anyone first thing in the morning guns hot like that right right i will say if i if if you're not awake yet a simple morning yeah i head nod i'm fine with just don't yeah. try fucking like, like get to know like, me at that time if you're coming at me guns are blazing good morning how was your evening what you get up to last night yeah how you doing today like even i'm a little bit like hey let's take 20 percent off the top 
Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, like, I'll be honest. Like, there are days where I have to be at work at 4 a.m. And I'm like, I'll have new hires come at me and they'll be like, all right, hold on, guys. I'm here on the coffee. Let me get to here. And then I'll be all right. Oh, but, like, I need, I just need this much coffee time. And then, uh, like, I am, like, I'm pretty good in the morning. But, like, when it's four in the fucking morning and I have to, like, be, like, yeah, cheery, Thomas, cheery, cheery. I, uh, hey, hey, guys, just a heads up. I'm here on the coffee. I need to get to here. Then I'll be in a better mood. But right now, let's just keep it fucking I simple. I Thomas, will, I will Thomas answer. Top of his cup and then a lower portion down on his cup because he yeah. did it twice now. And this is an, an audio podcast. Yeah, sorry. I just said. You're saying like I was here, then I was here, and he was like, yeah, right. top, but then in the middle of the cup. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm pointing at the middle of the cup, then to the bottom of the cup. Okay, fair. Because that implies I, I've I, already I, started I, drinking. I, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to clarify. It's important details. It, so it next, is. Aaron, on Josh's email, uh, the trade deadline, I I thought the others did great. We picked up, like, we got rid of Barry, which I did like Barry. You know, he used to I did I was sad to see him go, too. I liked yeah, him a lot. He was too. friends of the team and a funny personality. Le- but Pulley Arvey leaving? You needed that. Yeah. It, it sucks that that didn't work out for us ever. I, I liked Pulley Arvey, the Bison King. Respect, like, he tried. He just did, wasn't the right fit in Edmonton. Did he, didn't he have a nickname? You told me this, no? Didn't the he Bison. have a nickname? The Bison King? Yeah. Because he went to El- or, uh, Elk Island Park here. No, he had a different nickname. Like, it was a oh. negative nickname. Oh, Cool Party. No, no, no. Like a, like, a negative nickname about his style of hockey. Like, there was something about him being a there, like, because it like every time he got the puck, it would kill the play. Like it was no, that play killer. Arvey. That was someone else. But Are you anyway, sure? yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Pulley Arvey. Well, he, he tried his best. He did a good job here. He just couldn't put the puck to the back of the net for us, and he had like a rough season. His yeah. effort level was there. He started hitting. He got his to first be, season with the oh, Oilers was memorable. Yeah, but then there was then a drop left. off. There, yeah, then there was drama, and he left, and then he came back and. I don't know, like, I wish the best for, for him. I got no hard feelings against him. I liked his personality. He was always smiling and yeah. just a genuinely nice guy from what I could see. Ekholm going to the Oilers is a good addition for you guys. That's going to help oh, yeah. out a lot. No, um, I got to speaking, see it live last night, and it was he, he makes a difference immediately. Um, so let's speak, like, NHL general. The likelihood of the Cup going east this year, fucking high. You think? I think so. Like there's 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 three and staking it. There's three fucking dangerous teams in the east. They'll all cannibalize each other, leave nothing last. No, I uh know what the way the Bruins are looking right now and the The additions that they made. The first team rarely takes the cup. They're gonna fall in the first round. Well they're not like I don't know, man. This this Bruins team is scary. The Rangers uh, and, and like you know me, like I'm speaking as like a Montreal Canadiens fan. Just yeah, to no. say anything nice about the Bruins hurts me. <laughs> For but sure. No, they're not they're, a killer team. The Rangers just picked up Kane. Holy fuck. And, and, and they have a hot goalie. They have yeah. two hot goalies. They don't have a backup goalie. They have no. two hot goalies. And then uh, and then you have the like uh, the additions that they made of or, uh, Ormlov, or I think that's how you say it, Orlov, or something like yeah. that. He's fucking, he, he's already killing it with the Bruins. Yeah. Already killing it. And then now you look at the moves that the Rangers made. The Rangers are fucking scary. Tarasenko and Patrick Kane added to their roster. Yeah. That's fucking scary. And then you have the New Jersey Devils. 
Don't fucking sleep on the Devils. They're going to sneak their way up to a... They're going to sneak their way up to the Eastern Final. i fucking calling it right now. Yeah. That's if it's call. not Boston, if it's not Boston in uh, New York, it's Boston in fucking New Jersey. New Jersey really like turns it around pretty quickly. Like, yeah, this season, everyone expected them to suck to be the worst team of the league kind of district. Yeah. And, and they like everything started clicking and it all came together. And then the addition of Timo Meyer. Yeah, Holy fuck. Look out. Look the fuck out on the New Jersey Devils. Those are like those are my teams. Like if you're going to if if I was a betting man. Put yeah. some fucking money on like one of those three teams, you might get a fucking payoff. But yeah. like like again, like don't sleep on the West as well. Like you have the Avalanche that are still a fucking scary contender. They I feel like they're lacking the goaltender department, but as a whole, they're a fucking great team. Yeah. Edmonton made some big money moves and they're fucking hungry for a cup. I'm yeah. not gonna take any way anything away from the Oilers. No, but if I'm looking at it as like a if I'm looking at it as, a, uh, as an analyst, I think the Cubs going east. Yeah. And also, like, Anything's- I'm not ignoring Tampa Bay either. Tampa Bay is still a fucking scary team. Yeah. There's a lot of contenders, and any of them can take any of them out at any given time. So it's like, that's what hockey is, too. It's like, there's a million, billion different ways that any game can turn out. We don't know what's going to happen. Like, the Oilers are doing, you know, pretty good. We have to remember we've played this whole season without Kane, who's a fucking destroyer yeah. himself. And by the way, win. he's available in the hockey pool if you want him, eh? I'm okay. I don't even look at the hockey pool anymore. I, I, I just got rid of him because he got hurt again. Basically, I was over a thousand points, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." I'm happy to hear that. I suck this yeah. year, and my guys aren't performing. Is it like last year? If I had last year's team this year, I feel like I'd be fucking in first because all the players are performing. You don't do anything though. Way better. What's that? Trades and so yeah. No, I just kind of you have to participate. That's that's what I think you're lacking in the fun of the the league and stuff. For sure, that's what's going to take me out of it next year. Is I just don't like it changed too. There were so many like rule like changes from last year to this year. Less people. All of a sudden, we picked way more players. I wasn't prepared for that. I thought it was the same like format going into the next year. So I didn't like that the format just changed like that too. It's I think of- you'll like it next year because we're we're we have like three more people that already agreed to join in. Oh yeah, and then we're making a punishment for last place so that we no like getting any like say in how anything unfolds too. Like it's their league, you know what I mean, or who's ever league that like, designed it and stuff like that. It's I don't know, it's different. We mean having no say. All you have to do is chime in. Well, I just like you're telling me now that like about next year how they're making these new rules. I didn't hear about that. Or, yeah, because like, well, you don't see if I'm in it, and then it's like it just evolves. You don't participate, but you don't participate. Last year to this year too, of like we're gonna add oh, all these extra players and do all that. I was like, oh, okay, shit. Be- yeah, but you you know it was, okay. if it you, was fun. It was fun to participate. You, you're, you're speaking like as if no one takes you into account of things. Right. If you just participated, you'd know. Yeah, fair. You don't participate in the group chat. You, you like yeah. you're invited. <laughs> you're you, that died. Lee Wayne. Well, it, right now, like it's not being used except for like random yeah. little, random little like hockey clips from Sam. Yeah, yeah. But I like, uh, I'm just to see if there but, was. Like, any. But that's it. Like, if your participation was here, because it was there was more people and more going yeah. on. 
like that. Yeah, I did, but, it, it, but like you missed out on a lot of stuff, like because yeah. you don't participate in it. Yeah, no, and that's so like why I, you're complaining about a thing. No, what I'm trying but to it's say, kinda, is, but it's kind of your responsibility to be involved. No, that's fair, and I don't have that in me to care enough to do that. Which then yeah. and it exits me from the situation, obviously. Yeah, so like. like Fun to like participate. I'm glad that I got invited in. I'm not like shit talking yeah. the experience. It was cool to try out, but yeah. I just don't have the level of commitment, I guess, to participate in something like that. I mean, it's actually that you're gonna leave because like people want you to, to stay in mostly because yeah. like when you do chime in more money, bigger pool. It's well, more no, but people. also like the fact that you do chime in and then you can put together a decent team. You only gave it like two tries. Yeah. And like, it was fun and for sure, like the, going through yeah. the draft and stuff like that. It just, like you said, you need the level of commitment to be able to like watch all or like these. the wherewithal, right? Like, I got lucky with this year's team because I made some like drastic changes early. Like, I, I saw Linus Omar go like early on going, like, holy fuck, this goalie is going to be probably the number one for Fire. Boston. And I mm-hmm. traded for him right off the bat. And like there are a couple like ever get to a hundred points I saw like yesterday or day before a Boston. Yeah. yeah. Impressive. Yeah, Mick like David. they're fucking scary. McDavid's fucking five games in a row with two goals watching yeah. that. Like what the fuck? And like he didn't break the record last night, of course, or tie yeah. it through, but in a hundred years, fucking three other guys have done that. That's crazy. Yeah. It's a fucking feat. Hockey's exciting. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Gonna say, where are you looking at? I lost you. Where Sorry, did you go? I just got distracted by something. I apologize. No, but yeah, all- no. Uh, the this year's hockey season has been unbelievable. It is. There's like a new crazy shit happens every night where you're like, the bank is Yeah, hockey's awesome. Yeah. Well, I feel like that kind of does it for today. Are I you winning have- the pool? By the way, I haven't. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm th- I was hit neck and neck for first place for a little bit, and then last night I got a gentleman zero points, Fuck. and the guy ahead of me got sixteen. Jesus! So, so like I'm seventeen and a half. You were points. like seventy points out though. Like last time we talked out of first. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I I I made some good trades, and like I've my team's been fucking killing it for me. Like nice. uh, like Linus Omar got a goal, right? I'm not sure yeah. you saw this the other day. You got a goal which gave me 10 points on monday at exactly let's say 1201 noon like lunchtime 1201 i'm going to trade dry sidle for i'm just joking Give no me. they would call collusion <laughs> they would call collusion so quickly on that sean they'd have I, to listen uh, to the podcast to know though right yeah but, publicly no no but even if you here. traded dry sidle like you know what I mean? Yeah, they like, immediately. I dropped like, him for like fucking Pugliarvi because I'm sure he's available in the pool. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's fucking ridiculous what's going I on. I thought Pugliarvi was going to take off in Carolina. Don't blame me. Yeah. No, Maybe they like, would call. They would call collusion so quickly because even I've like gone to Morgan like, hey, so what do you say you uh, drop a uh, <laughs> like? What do you? Like if you got rid of this guy, like Nico uh, Hiskier on Boston uh, on uh, New Jersey, yeah. you know, like, you know uh, for no I have reason. Five dollar gift cards sitting around my yeah. house sure would look nice in your wallet, sir. 
Yeah. How would you like to buy? Now we got this fucking no name guy. Like no one's no one knows who this guy is. And this is a friend of Sam's. Yeah. In first. And the only reason he's in first is because he has Connor McDavid. Yeah, and he's a fucking machine. Is that uh, yeah. that's that Andrew guy or whatever? Is he Yeah, st- Andrew Bolas. This. Yeah. But I think yeah. you were gonna wrap up, sir. Yeah, I just uh yeah, if there's like nothing unless you have more you want to talk about, like we're killing it, buddy. I think that it was uh, a decent episode, a little long right. over the place, like usual, but... Yeah. Kieran got me fucking fired up, and I'm... Actually, he, last he, thing... He, 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 he talk to your boy. Last of Us, you watch any more of that? Are you caught up, or no? Uh, I didn't watch the most recent episode. I just watched episode four last night, I want to say five, maybe. I don't Did know, you watch two was... and three? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was pretty sad. The episode we watched, it was like scarring. I woke up this morning because like I played that fucking scene back in my head like five times last night, trying to fall asleep. I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't. Look, it's gonna be that harsh. Yeah, no, there's but some fucking. It's pretty fucking brutal intense. stuff. I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's entertaining. That was my last point of the night. It's it's so well done. Yeah, everything that I'm watching right now, fucking content yeah. is. And the Mandalorian just started, so you have Pedro Pascal killing it in. Multiple Two big shows, right? Did you like yeah. that little uh, thing I said you yeah, about him and Buffy? Yeah, I saw that, and uh, that now that's everywhere. Like that, yeah. like that. After that, that that thing went fucking viral. He's, he's like top of the line right now. Like we talked about him in several episodes, so it was kind of cool just hearing like that. Sarah Michelle was cool as fuck back then too, which no surprise yeah. as we already all knew. Anyway, buddy, I think that does it for this week. Sounds um, good. Yeah, thanks for tuning in this week. I'm Tom Sides. This has been One Side of the Story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this is One Side of the Story. Have a great week, everyone. Have a week. Live long and prosper. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod. And if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.